Ooh, girl, turn that up. What song is this? Girl, this my song. You don't know this? I don't think so. Let me turn it up. Okay. I like this. Girl, right? Girl, this is my jam. Hey, welcome back to My Sister's Jam. I'm Camille, your host, and I'm here with my lovely sister, Missy, your other host. How are you doing, Missy? Hi, sister. I'm here, and I love you. Hi. Aw, shucks. I love you, too. <laughs> what a nice way to start our day. <laughs> yeah, let's just get that out the way. <laughs> I think that was cool. That's fine. Well, <laughs> y'all, this is episode 18, our season finale episode. Ooh, hey. that's a big deal. I, we appreciate y'all for sticking with us through this first season. 18 yes. whole episodes. 18, <laughs> like, wow. 18 straight weeks. Come on, us. Come on. I don't think I've done anything for 18 straight weeks, y'all. Like, this is Me an accomplishment. <laughs> like... This is Shoot. an accomplishment, okay? And if nobody was paying me for it, I didn't do it, okay? But uh, right. here we are. Here we right. are. <laughs> this you know. is the first. <laughs> but, <laughs> so we will not have an episode next week, but we will be back on November 23rd, ready to keep y'all company for Thanksgiving before the fam shows up. So do tune in. Yeah, put us yes. on while y'all cooking, because y'all know y'all going to be cooking that dressing and that turkey. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Do y'all cook turkey still? I feel like turkey can play out anyway that's that's another another, that's another when we come back yeah when we get back we'll be like so what y'all cook yes (laughs) so on today's episode we are going to give you guys some of our favorite music interludes and we're excited Mm. about it we are excited these are little little songs but they pack a punch and we'll we'll get into it we'll get into it uh but before we do of course, my sister, do you want to give us what happened on this day in music history? Today is November 9th. What happened? I, I do want to give you what happened today, sister. So on today, November 9th in 1993, Wu-Tang Clan's debut album, Enter the Wu-Tang 36 Chambers, was released. And mm-hmm. it became a hardcore hip-hop landmark album going on to sell 30,000 copies in its first week of release. Yes, come, come on, on Wu Tang, the mm-hmm. debut album. We got to do a whole debut album episode. I'm a fan of debuts. Yes, I thought you were gonna say we got to do a whole Wu Tang episode, which might also need to happen at some point. That might I love also, that yeah. Wu Tang show. Did you ever watch that show? It's a Wu Tang show on uh Hulu, I think. And I don't know, it was good. Yes, you told good. me to because yeah, you and James watched it, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta I'll check that it. out. You did tell me about that. And then on today in 1998, Rick James suffered a stroke after a blood vessel ruptured in his neck while he is headbanging during a performance in Denver, Colorado. A spokesman later commented on the incident saying the doctor called it a result of rock and roll neck, Mm. which is the repeated rhythmic whiplash motion of the head and neck so apparently this is a thing because it has a whole name actual thing wow rock and rock and roll neck and i'm like wow that's okay unfortunate that was super interesting to me that is and yeah that's crazy well very interesting Mm -hmm. this day in music history thank you sister you're welcome 
Well, just a little info about the music interlude, uh, what we're going to be covering today. Just want to give you some background. Um, in music, an interlude is a piece of music, sometimes instrumental, that links different parts of a song or can serve as a transitional piece between tracks on an album. Now, interludes can be within the track, between tracks, or they can even be skits. So, yep, that's what we're covering, class. Are we ready to learn? Are we ready? <laughs> I'm and ready. And there were just so many different options that this may mm-hmm. be a topic that we had to revisit because we did leave some off Possibly. that I feel are classic interludes. And so... Uh. It happens. <laughs> yep. So just so you guys know what an interlude is, because I feel like you really don't hear them anymore. You really don't. You really don't. They were so popular, I feel like, back in the 90s, early 2000s. But now, like, I don't remember the last time I got an album that had interludes on it. Right, right. So that's why we wanted to just give that little background. Like, what an interlude? (laughs) So mm-hmm. for the youngsters that maybe haven't heard any. Yeah, interludes. right. <laughs> right. If we if we have any young listeners, you know, that's for y'all. The rest of you are probably like, we know. Get to right, it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, and with that, we'll get to it, sister. Your right. first jam. <laughs> so my first jam that is a musical interlude is called Intro My Name is Joe by Joe. So from Joe's third studio album, My Name is Joe. The intro isn't actually quite an interlude. It's more so an intro to the album than an interlude. So I cheated a little bit. So, yeah. <laughs> but, I'm start an interlude episode with something that's not an interlude, but it's all good. Oh, <laughs> right. Well, because like I picked this and I was like, no, there's no way we're talking about interludes and not having this. And then when I went to do the research, I'm like, oh, it's an intro. <laughs> Whatever. It counts. But, it's close okay. enough. <laughs> it's close enough, but y'all gonna find out why it's called an inner oil. Why I include it on here. Mm-hmm. So the album was released in April of 2000. Dang, that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Wait, so I feel like we mentioned before, when we be doing this research for these episodes and we start like looking at dates and stuff, it's like, there's no way this could have been 23 years ago. And I yeah, it was. Yes, it was. So it was. And so the intro, My Name is Joe, is the first track on the album. It's only 46 seconds long, you guys. And it was written by Joe, Joshua Thompson, and Quincy Patrick. Now, this intro equally made me both happy and mad over the years because this little smidgen of a track (laughs) is so is so fire is so sexy and it's the perfect introduction to the sexiness and sweetness that you get from the album Mm -hmm. so you kind of see why this is the the intro for the album especially when you read the lyrics but they should have made this a full-length track i'm sorry Mm -hmm. like this could have been like a full-length track and then for the intro you go just like a little less hard on the Mm -hmm. intro you know i mean because it's like don't put all this into a 47 46 second thing yeah it is the epitome of sultry and sensual particularly his vocals his vocals are on point but it's joe everybody knows that and Mm -hmm. the the way he sings it it can be sometimes like kind of wispy and soft Mm -hmm. and the background vocal 
is him making the kiss sound, you know, the moi sound. Oh, moi. okay. Mm-hmm. He keeps saying that over and over. Y'all, sexy time. It's sexy time in 46 seconds, okay? Woo, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> quick, quick and to the point. <laughs> quick and to the point. And for some of y'all, that works. So go ahead and listen. Put it on repeat so it can you can make it into a whole song. <laughs> hey, <laughs> whatever works. Whatever, whatever works, works, whatever you need to do. You manually put it on repeat, whatever you got to do. And that is my first interlude jam. I love it. I say that every time you finish your first jam. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but I and do. it's okay. Because you do love it. it. It's all good. <laughs> That's right. And now your first jam, sister. What you got? My first jam Ooh. is I'm the Other Man by Tyrese. Uh-oh. Y'all, 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 y'all. Okay. Uh-oh. Now, I feel the same way about this little interlude that you feel about the My Name is Joe intro. I okay. needed this to be a full length track. Okay. Listen. It needed to be a whole song. Right. Mm-hmm. But at least this one, I'm the other man comes in at a minute and 38 seconds. So he gave us okay. a little bit more than Joe did. Okay. This is the 11th track on Tyrese's third studio album, I Want to Go There, which had a couple bangers on it. But anyway, okay. Uh, okay. this interlude starts with what sounds like a conversation between Tyrese and a few other guys, like maybe they're in a barbershop or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's like some chit- chitter chatter going on in the background. And he's mm-hmm. like, he says that girls keep telling him about how they man not treating him right. And he goes into this beautiful, smooth and sultry vocals of his as he tells the guys what he tells one young lady when she's, you know, when she's complaining about her dude to him. Mm-hmm. So ladies, whew, to the ladies <laughs> listening out there, after you listen to this interlude, you gonna be wishing Tyrese had said this to you, okay? That's what oh. you're gonna be with. You're gonna be like, I wish that that was me. He okay. starts off with, when you get lonely at night, call me. I'll be right there. I'm the other man. I'm the other man. I'm the other man. Da, da, da. Okay. I wish I would call Tyrese when I get lonely at night. <laughs> Shoot, there's Listen. multiple men I wish Tyrese? I'd call. I sure will call you, Tyrese. I surely will. I sure will call you when I get lonely. (laughs) Listen, not a problem. But the part of this interlude that really kind of sends me over the edge, Uh it's it's a bit later uh, in the interlude. And he says, does it make you less of a man to walk down the street holding your woman's hand? That's why I'm the other man. I'm the other man. I'm the other man. And I'm like, bruh. So he had to let him know? Because, listen, because not only is he talking to the young lady about being the other man, he's talking to them fools, too. Y'all fools out there need to listen to this, too. Because if Tyrese steps in as the other man, you done lost your lady, sir. She gone. Bye-bye. She's gone. Bye-bye. Because I don't think you're going to get her back from Tyrese. I just don't think that's going to happen. So and what year and what year was this? Because this was back when they used to still sing about this kind of stuff. Oh yeah, this and it had was, to be. I, and it was I, mainstream. I didn't know the year, and now I can't remember. I probably two. Well, let me try to guess. Two thousand three, maybe. Okay, I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing. Up. Should look it up. But yeah, back when they still sang about that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. um. Mm-hmm. 
Now, this interlude doesn't seem to directly connect to like the content of the song either before or after it on the album. Mm -hmm. But that's cool to me because it is truly a standalone jam. Like, and I definitely had to play this one two or three times in a row. Like my sister said, like go on and put it on repeat if you have to. So it feels like a six minute long song. (laughs) I'm going to play it a few times. Okay. You do what you have to do. And I feel like a lot of interludes are like that though. Like they, like we get that that's the formal definition of an interlude but you do find a lot of interludes that aren't necessarily connecting two yeah. songs together or going mm-hmm. into another song that mm-hmm. happens a lot and it's like okay just an extra little jam okay just a little jam i mean i'm it. here for it right for it. <laughs> jams of any size <laughs> all right i mean I like all my of my jams I, in all shapes and all sizes. shapes and sizes all of them <laughs> okay yes good one i am here for it thank you thank you on to your second jam yes ma'am so by far one of my favorite songs by her period even though this is an interlude feeling you feeling me by alicia keys mm-hmm. yes ma'am feeling you feeling me is a sexy and dreamy af interlude from her second studio album, The Diary of Alicia Keys, released in December of 2003 under the J Records label. Again, The Diary of Alicia Keys was 20 years ago. Mm, Crazy. Okay. (laughs) All right, I'll keep going. Now, this interlude did us a bit better than Joe's interlude in that it's two minutes and seven seconds long. Mm-hmm. So we don't necessarily have to keep it on repeat unless that's what you feel you need to do. And over here, we want you to do what you feel. Okay. That's right. That's right. <laughs> now it's the 12th track on the album and it is pure R and B perfection, like period. So she sings about how she's starting to really feel this dude. Everything he says, and everything he does gets her lost in him days at a time. And mm. I'm like, wow. That sounds I nice. miss, it does sound <laughs> nice. Like, I miss liking somebody that much. Like, to where <laughs> you were like, wow. I just mm-hmm. lost all up in him. So she's like, okay, is he feeling me, feeling him? Like, it's so powerful how much he digs him that, like, he's got to feel this. Mm-hmm. And that's deep to me because while it doesn't happen that often, I felt some men like that so tough to where I'm like, dang, he he has to be picking up on this. I want you now energy that I'm giving off, right? Like he mm-hmm. it, like he has to feel it some kind of way. There has to be some kind of frequency <laughs> emanating somewhere. And so that's kind of what she's getting at in this interlude. Now, the instrumentation is the highlight for me. It's like a guitar and piano. At at first, I couldn't quite make out what it was. I had to do Mm -hmm. some research and I found a website that said it's guitar and piano. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Sounds right. (laughs) It sounds right. I just knew it sounded fire, whatever the instruments were. All I be knowing, it sounds fire. (laughs) It sounds fire. It sounds like some great instrument playing. And so it's lit. That is the highlight for me. It's so interesting because the interlude, it's slow it's sexy but that guitar and that I got kind of confused I wasn't sure if it was guitar or keyboard sounded like a guitar I don't know Mm -hmm. but it gives it some flavor 
Anyway, the interlude brings in the full length song, Slow Down, mm-hmm. which is about her coming to her love interest to let him know like, hey, I'm really feeling us and I'm really feeling this situation that we're in and the feelings are getting deeper and stronger. And so because of these deeper feelings that I'm getting, we need to slow down and not mess up mm-hmm. what this can be. Like, mm-hmm. let's not jump into bed or whatever. So she transitioned from thinking in the interlude, hey, does he feel me feeling him? To mm-hmm. her going like, hey, so um, <laughs> I'm feeling you. <laughs> I'm feeling you. And so here, like that. Here's, here's what we need to do. <laughs> I love it. That's my second interlude jam. I actually, um, I listened to that one before we got ready to record. And I remembered it. I thought I hadn't heard it before because I'm, I'm not a, I don't say I'm not a huge Alicia Keys fan, but I guess I'm not, I don't know. I don't, I'm listening to her um, stuff that often. Of course, mm-hmm. that album was pretty popular, but I don't remember right. really listening to it. But for some reason, I remembered that interlude. I don't know. You must have been playing it a whole bunch back in the day. I, pro- I probably <laughs> told I, you to listen I to it. I remembered it. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I know this. This was a vibe. Come on, come on, Miss Peace. <laughs> I like I it. I love it. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Now, my second jam is Just Wanna Cut Interlude by Trey Songs. Now, this one, well, a lot. This one's technically mm-hmm. a prelude, so I kind of cheated too. So I guess you could just sue both of us. I don't know. We, we <laughs> both got one on here that's not a interlude, technically. They're not um, They're not full-length tracks. How about but that? But they're not like, full-length <laughs> tracks, so they belong in this episode. Okay, there you go. So this is the 11th track on Trey Song's debut album, I Gotta Make It, which was released in July of 2005. Now, oh, that reminds me. I did figure out that uh, my Tyrese... Uh, album was released in December of 2002 so I was extremely close when I said 2003 <laughs> um, okay so anyway okay so back All to right. Trey um, I Gotta Make It was released in July of 2005 now this right. 46 second uh, prelude leads into the full song of the same name just gotta or just wanna cut uh, but the prelude and the full song are super different from one another mm. Now, the prelude mm-hmm. is like a slow burn that makes you think you're on your way to enjoying like a sexy love song. And Trey is like pleading for a chance to get closer to this lady, assuring her that, you know, he'll understand if she says no and all this sweet stuff he's saying, right? Now, mm-hmm. towards the end of the prelude, he even starts like doing that yodeling kind of thing that we knew him right. to do back when he first mm-hmm. came out. <laughs> right. And then yep. he, like his speaking voice, like comes in and interrupts his singing from yodeling. <laughs> and his speaking voice is like, hey, nah, we, we, we ain't going to do it like that. And then the, the real song comes in and it's like a bop. Like it's fast, it's upbeat, mm-hmm. it's fun. And it expresses his desire to get close with that lady in a much less um, respectable manner. <laughs> got it yeah yeah the mm-hmm. song just puts it all out there he just like yeah i just want to cut that's pretty much it yeah, yes it. i got a lady but only tonight let's me and you do this like he's saying all kind of stuff so yeah much True. different from prelude but it's a vibe and i mean i like it i mean i like that shock factor it's like i do too uh, it's like ah, uh, oh, you thought you knew you thought you knew where we were headed nope Nope, getting raunchy. <laughs> but I like Dang. it. But the prelude is like so smooth and it's just slow and you're like, oh, I like this. And it's like, nope, I just want to cut it. <laughs> nope. Okay. That's Understood. It. Understood, Understood, Trey. I mean, at least he's honest. I mean, be honest about it. That's all yeah. we ask. 
that's it. <laughs> so but they also accept our answer of no if we say okay. no. I mean, yeah, you know, I guess you said that's that where the problem. Do, they, do that part still stand, Trey? Do you still understand <laughs> if I say no, or was that just um, was that just yeah, in the prelude? So we found out he's not one to understand that. I think. Bless but that's it, another Lord. Episode. That's yeah, another well, episode. Maybe I don't know if we ever want to talk about that, but okay. Nah. <laughs> but okay. Good anyway. interlude, good prelude, good or... interlude, prelude, prelude, whatever. Lube. It was good, yeah. <laughs> good little lube. <laughs> it was a lube, and that we are here for it, and we liked it. All right, your third jam. <laughs> so my third interlude jam is. Oh, I had to take a little breath. So much love by One Twelve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ciao. This interlude is from 112's second studio album, Room 112. Even just saying the album name, I'd be like, Make which was really tremble. Well, yeah, <laughs> and then it just take you right back there, right? That's why it'd be throwing me off when we'd be saying these release dates, like this album was released in October of 1998. Woo. And I'm like, oh, but it's, yeah. it still took me just right back there. Like, jeez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Under the Bad Boy label. Now, 112, hands down, is one of my favorite bands ever. So I had to add this one to my list, okay? <laughs> like, who doesn't have 112 in their R&B love song rotation? Those that love R&B, especially 90s R&B, because I know 90s R&B is like its whole separate thing. They got 112 in there. With this interlude, it is one minute, 49 seconds long, and... It doesn't have as many lyrics as our previously mentioned interludes. So it's basically them just singing so much love I'll give to you. But the way they sing it, you just be like every second, you be like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) Uh, because they, you know, they, they do no wrong with their harmonies. Like they got that 112 harmony going on Mm -hmm. and they kill it with this interlude the vibe is it's a slow one it's another slow one it's sexy and then there's this female voice which i'm not sure who she is but she's like in the background saying welcome to room 112 and she has her sexy sounding phone sex operator voice on <laughs> you know how the phone True. sex operators was a thing back in the day in the mm-hmm. 80s so this song leads into a full-length track called be with you and that song is basically about a man who used to live for hanging out, being with his boys in the club, stuff like that, being with different women. Now he only wants to be with this girl. Mm-hmm. Those things don't draw him in the way they used to anymore now that he's met her. How romantic. It is. <laughs> it is. Woo, girl, but that is my song, that interlude. I was like, so yes that one is definitely another vibe yes and that is is my third jam lovely on to my third jam this one is one of my favorites yes (laughs) it is called where are my panties Mm y'all heard me where are my panties this one appears on the mm. iconic Speaker Box I, and the Love Below album by Outkast, released episode. in September of 2006. A whole episode. 
Oh yes. Let me certainly. write that down. Let me write certainly. that down. Yes. So we don't this, forget that album deserves an entire episode, but and a, a whole one. A whole one. Yep. <laughs> now, where are my panties? Is the sixth track on volume two of the album, or the love below half of the album? Now mm-hmm. the interlude runs for a minute and fifty four seconds, and it is freaking hilarious, y'all. <laughs> it's it hilarious. Is so perfect. It's perfect. It's hilarious. So it's more of a skit, and it starts with Andre three thousand uh, setting the scene, saying the morning after. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then it switches mm-hmm. to a female voice, and later it goes back to Andre three thousand's voice. Now the two characters are kind of speaking their inner thoughts about the one night stand that they just woke uh, woke up from. Now, right. The woman, <laughs> the woman mm-hmm. obviously is um wondering where her panties are. <laughs> I mean, and who hasn't been there? You yes. know. And uh, <laughs> where are they? Where are? If she starts up, where, where, where are my panties? Where her panties? Are, listen, lost because they so and, small. They just <laughs> she can't. And she's also hoping that Andre 3000 doesn't think she's a hoe. Now, right. Andre, when we switch to him, he's over there assuming that the woman is indeed worried about him thinking she's a hoe. But instead, mm-hmm. he's appreciating a woman that knows what she wants in life. <laughs> Girl, this it's too funny now he's sitting there and he's just reveling in the moment appreciating how sweet she is and then a question seems to start kind of bouncing around in his head because it's doing that echo thing again and he's but what what if what if she's the one and that's the end of it and it leads into uh, (laughs) one of my favorite songs of all time prototype (sighs) And we will just do two long, exasperated sides, and we will move on because this is not the episode to get into prototypes. So hold what you got, my sister. Okay. (laughs) Just hold it in. (laughs) Now, while the interlude is comical, it is indeed a perfect setup for prototype because, like, it kind of captures that first moment of falling in love. It's like, dang, like, this could be my perfect person, even as early as that first midnight rendezvous. Right. You, I mean, you know, it's sometimes you'd be knowing. Sometimes you'd be knowing. Because yes. it's like, I get where both he and she are coming from. Now, I feel like it's more rare that a man has that thought, though. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. You know, I mean, we like being with y'all in that way, just as much <laughs> as y'all do. Mm-hmm. If we want to sleep around on the first day, that's just what we want to do. But rarely does a man think, dang, you know, she might right. be the one. Wasn't she the one? It depends on I that mean, connection. You no, know, that's what he's trying it to depends. let us know. Yeah. That connection was hitting like know. that. But anyway. And sometimes, anyway. I mean, sometimes I think men do. I think they do sometimes. Yeah, they do know, sometimes. But... I know a few couples that's like mm-hmm. strong, strong. And they got down on the first day and so i'm like it takes a real mature person though i feel like yeah i think you're right about that absolutely excellent yes so shall we move on to your fourth jam we shall and so my fourth interlude is tina taught me by solange Mm -hmm. Uh, okay now for an episode that's about our favorite interludes we would absolutely be remiss not to include an interlude from the masterpiece that is solange's 2016 album a seat at the table like we would have been lame 
if we did yeah. not Absolutely include one of these. <laughs> now, right. Yeah. Like, can't fire us both from the podcast and close it down. Because <laughs> how? So, anyway... <laughs> Now, I won't get too detailed because Sister and I are absolutely doing an episode devoted to this album and this album alone. Mm-hmm. But one of my favorites is the interlude Tina Taught Me, which is, of course, by Solange's mommy, fierce entrepreneur, Miss Tina Knowles. Hey, girl. Yes, come on, Miss Tina. Hey, girl. Hey, Miss <laughs> Tina. Girls, you listening? Hey, girl. <laughs> we can we only dream. Like, we, 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 like, we can. We can really dream. Because <laughs> I love her. Like, she is just love. like the epitome of fierceness. Anywho, the track is co produced by Solange with about four other people. And it's one minute and 14 seconds in duration. So, in this interlude, it's Miss Tina speaking. So, there's no like music vocals. And she's speaking emotionally and passionately about her pride and joy in being Black and loving who she is as a Black woman. Mm-hmm. And she goes on to talk about how she's always known of this beauty in being Black and no one has been able to convince her differently of this fact. Mm-hmm. And so she continues... And goes on to make the excellent point that Black people are often criticized for expressing our pride and our heritage and in our culture. And we're met with little comments and little whatever from other people saying, oh, that's reverse racism. Oh, why is there Black History Month? Or, oh, why is there Black entertainment television? And so... She points out how these insights and these criticisms are so misguided and frankly ridiculous. Now, that's me, by the way, saying the ridiculous part. That wasn't her. Um, <laughs> just wanted to make that clear. So put words, words in your mouth. I'm not putting words in your mouth, Miss Tina. That was me saying it's ridiculous. Because just because we love us and bask in our greatness doesn't mean we're anti-white or anti any other race. That's the point she was making. Like, mm-hmm. like people, this isn't mutually exclusive. Like it's not rocket, rocket science. Like mm-hmm. this is just y'all operating from ego basically. So when growing up and even now, let's not get it twisted. We're mm-hmm. taught white history. So um, white people in media and they are used as the benchmark of society and the benchmark for beauty and the ultimate standard, right? Like that's Mm -hmm. what shoved down our throat. So we had to create these spaces that are just for us because some white people and other races too continuously try and try being an operative word to paint themselves as superior and the only ones that the world should know about and talk about. Mm -hmm. And it's like, nah, we're great too. We're beautiful. We're here. Mm -hmm. Y'all have drawn inspiration from and copied our art, music, and culture for years. Mm -hmm. So if we're good enough to entertain y'all, then, you know, why shouldn't we love who we are to our core? And so basically Miss Tina taught her children now, you're beautiful. You're amazing. You can do amazing things too. Okay. So that's the end of my soapbox tangent. (laughs) And so (laughs) 
I mean, but that's what she's talking about. And that's why yeah. I love the interlude. Yeah, and so, I also love it. Yes, I mean, and she was just so well-spoken and she just really made her point so clear mm-hmm. and respectfully, you know. And so then, of course, this interlude leads into don't touch my hair. Ooh, okay. Hold what you got. Let's, let's keep going. <laughs> yeah, keep going. We've discussed Don't Touch My Hair in a prior episode, but it's definitely one of our favorites from the album. And it's about how we as Black women express our feelings and our very soul through our hair, whether it's how we style it, how we choose to style it, mm-hmm. whether it's our trips to the salon, because that's a whole experience. That's a oh, whole yeah. soul food session, going to the yes. salon, getting with our beautician, talking to them. It's mm-hmm. a whole soul feeding experience. And so to the question that we get asked a lot by other races, ooh, can I touch your hair? No, you can't. Unfortunately, no. that's going to no, be a no for me, dog. Yeah, it's a part of my body, so no. <laughs> and, and that is my fourth music interlude jam of course i love it that goes without saying. <laughs> like do i even need to say i don't even need to say i love it but just because that's what i do i'm gonna say i love it <laughs> <laughs> on to my fourth jam yes i cannot wait mine is just called interlude And this is the fifth track on J. Cole's debut album, Cole World, The Sideline Story, which was released September of 2011. Now, at a minute and 39 seconds, this interlude features Cole telling a short story over a slowed down version of the piano portion of the beat from the song that it precedes. So he he tells the story of getting pulled over by an undercover cop just moments after finding out he got in a deal with Rock Nation. Yes. (laughs) So he was stopped by this cop and taken to jail for issues with his driver's license. But he laughs and shares that it was the easiest night in jail that he could ever do, knowing that he, quote unquote, you know, these are his words, just got signed to Jay Z. (laughs) But this is so, (laughs) it's golden. Like, he just like laughing, like, man, I'm I just got signed to Jay Z. Like, I'm I'm good. So I just love the energy and like the animation that you can hear in his storytelling in this interlude. And even in the short time, he just painted the picture of that day so clearly. You just feel all the feels with him, like from the excitement of getting the text about the deal to that sinking feeling you get when you see the red and blue in the rearview mirror, <laughs> all the way to like the pride and the the slight like arrogance that he's feeling in jail when he's thinking like, man, they don't even know who they effing with. Like for real, like I just got signed to Jay-Z and y'all get me in jail. Like I'm just anybody. <laughs> and I feel right. like he just describes it so well. You can just, you can really feel it. Now the last like 25 to 30 seconds of the interlude, um, they just let them, it just lets the, uh, the music ride. So mm-hmm. it really makes for a seamless transition into the next track where that beat picks up a little bit and just keeps on going. And I love it. Freaking love it. amazing interlude. Like, yes. I love good storytelling so on a rap album yeah. specifically. Like, I just, I love it. I love it. Right. And J. Cole is good yeah. for that. Yes. Yes. That is an absolutely excellent selection. Mm-hmm. that was a good album i love that album that's one i can i think that's about a no skip for me i used to love that oh. album mm-hmm. okay all right and on to my fifth jam sister my last one 
Yes. My last interlude, All of the Lights, interlude by Kanye West. Woo, now this one, I keep on repeat to this day. From Kanye West's 2010 album, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, All of the Lights interlude was written and produced by Kanye and and Mike Dean and is one minute and two seconds in duration. Now, this is my only interlude pick today that is completely instrumental. It's a beautiful, stunning instrumental piece that consists of the cello and the piano. And it's a somewhat classical version of all of the lights that follows immediately after. Now it's such now just like your Trey songs, it's such a stark contrast to the banger that is all <laughs> of the lights, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, which I also love. And believe it or not, y'all, this was not one of Sister's favorite Kanye jams. And I know y'all are gonna be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I know I act like Kanye can do no wrong, which obviously he can't musically. But this, yeah, this was not on the top of my list of Kanye jams. All the lights is not one of my favorites. All, but I will say, um, the interlude. I think I like the interlude more than I like the song. The interlude is definitely a vibe. It is a vibe, is it not? It's like it, it almost make you wish that was a full song too, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But I, on the other hand, and my son, I will bring him into this one too we both were obsessed with all of the lights the full track like mm-hmm. i freaking love all of the lights but then we had this interlude right mm-hmm. which was also fire so on the album the interlude is separate from the song but in the music video the interlude is played first then the song and i remember this i was trying to remember the video and i think it's like a little girl walking around her neighborhood as the interlude plays and it's like following her as she's walking around and then when it gets to the end she just turns around and looks at the camera oh and then it goes into i've never seen it Mm. oh okay i'm surprising myself so so (laughs) like wait wait this is too much for kanye Kanye for me (laughs) (laughs) what am i doing what am I wait, doing? Wait, wait, uh-uh. Failing my homie. Well, I, I, I'm going to have to take your Kanye card. <laughs> oh, no, never that. Never <laughs> that. Don't even play. Now, the, uh, girl, this interlude is so freaking stunning. It's, and you can clearly hear that it's all of the lights, right? That's yeah. what That's what's amazing to me. And that is just my, you know, lack of opinion yeah right my (laughs) lack of musical abilities and my lack of musical talents like the fact that it amazes me that it sounds like all of the lights even even though it's i know musicians around the world are like um yeah they're like that's not hard like that's not hard to do and i'm like that's okay just let me have my moment (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let, let me have my amazement because <laughs> truly because i was just like wow they really made like this classical orchestral sounding version of all of the lights this right. is amazing <laughs> it's so cool That's so cool <laughs> <laughs> my thoughts are coming for me y'all uh, no, get it i'm really not because it is cool i also think it's cool because right? I can't it's, do it. I don't know. I can't even reimagine a song from if I hear a song the way it is. Right. I can't like, be like, oh, let me make it sound. Let different me write this music. I don't know. Let me write this music. 
Give it's me a sheet cool. piece of sheet music paper. And let me <laughs> yeah, write okay. this, you know, so that sure. it sounds like all of the lights. Okay. <laughs> so if anybody's listening that actually can do that, like you take out a piece of sheet music paper and just start writing like, oh, okay, I heard the regular degular all the lights. Let me write this so that it's a classical orchestral version. Mm-mm. You are the real MVP. Because I'm like, how? Yeah, can't do it. <laughs> but it's lovely. It's lovely. It's lovely. And that is my fifth and final interlude, sister. A great one for you to wrap your list up with. Wonderful. Yes. My fifth and final interlude jam Uh-oh. is Use Your Heart by SWV. Mm. Now, y'all, this one I love. This interlude sounds like a rainy night with chocolate covered strawberries and a glass Uh-oh, of champagne. Sent- okay. It's very Uh-oh, we sent much a whole giving. Mood. It's very much giving quiet storm. It's mm. it's a whole vibe. Now, this one is the 10th track on SWV's 1996 album, New Beginning. And it comes in at a minute and 34 seconds. And for some reason, it does not appear before the song, the full length song of the same name on the album. I don't mm. understand. Instead, it leads into a different song called You Are My Love. And I really wish I knew why they organized the tracks in this way, because the Use Your Heart interlude instrumentation does connect beautifully to the full length Use Your Heart. And the ladies delicately deliver a few of the lyrics from the full song in their interlude as well. So I don't know hmm. why they separated them on the album. The full Were song comes apart? like, yeah, the, few, the, the full song comes like three tracks before the interlude. It's very bizarre, mm. very bizarre, okay. but don't know. But the interlude mm. is the bomb. It is the bomb. Right. And slightly off topic, I just learned that the Neptunes produced the full song and they are also credited as composers on the interlude. So it is no wonder I love Use Your Hearts so much. So like, right. Love, right. Love, love, love. Right. Love. Mm-hmm. And I think like, also, Use Your Heart, bro. It's use such your heart a is pretty like... song. And the interlude is just as gorgeous. Like, it's rain happening in the background of the interlude. And anytime you have rain on a song, it's just, it hits different. Okay? It's going to be immediately fire. <laughs> like, it's going to be <laughs> immediately fire. fire. It is fire. Oh, every I got some time. rain. It's fire. Throw this, some rain on yeah. it. If your song's not so good, <laughs> put some rain on it. And then there you go. You got a hit. <laughs> if you're looking for a way to take your song over the top. Throw some rain in it. I'm telling you, Man. just trust me. Okay? But I also think I just found the the uh, precise moment where mom must have fell in love with jams produced by Pharrell because Use Your Heart is definitely mom's jam along with a thousand other hits produced by Pharrell. So right. <laughs> I think she didn't even know that this was a Pharrell jam because I didn't know, so I know she didn't know. Um, so when she listens, she's going to find out. Yeah, because she loves this song and that's probably the reason why because Pharrell has mm-hmm. something to do with it. But right. I very much also love it. And I love this interlude. And my friends, that is my fifth and final jam. Perfection, the perfect bow to go on this present of an episode. Yes. Thank so y'all you, look- sister. You're welcome. And so now a shout out, just a few quick little shout outs to some of our social media followers and listeners. So we wanted to acknowledge either our followers or I should say both our followers on Facebook and then all of those people on Facebook that viewed our Candyman reels. So from our horror movie jams episode a few weeks back on there, 
y'all really looked at that reel. It racked up <laughs> like over a thousand views. And we were truly surprised by that because the only other reels that have gotten that many views have been like our reels about music. The one mm-hmm. that has like all of our songs that we talked about for the episode. Now those have gotten a lot of views. Y'all really like that one. So thank you. We were thinking y'all like kind of didn't care for the horror episode, mm-hmm. but thanks. Yes. <laughs> and, and then shout out to the iconic group, the spinners who showed us some love on our Instagram post for our episode about songs written by Stevie Wonder and Neo. They commented on our post for that, that Stevie really made it happen for them with their It's a Shame cut. Yes. And so we were like, yes, and thank you for recording this jam. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And thank you for singing it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Thank y'all so much for sharing and posting. And please remember to keep engaging with us. And that is it. Please do. We love y'all. Now, of course, I'm here to remind you about those trusty little playlists. They are linked in our show notes for you to go and listen to all the jams we discuss. This week's playlist is but a mere like 14 minutes. So even shorter than our Halloween episode playlist. It's just a little nugget, just a few little morsels of goodness. Go listen to them. It'll take you 15 minutes and you'll very much enjoy it. Deliciousness. Mm-hmm. Yes, those are for Tidal, Apple Music, and Spotify. So wherever you listen, we got a playlist in there for you. Um, of course, you can find fun facts and content about the songs also through the week on our socials and Instagram and Facebook. We are at My Sister's Jam. And if you have feedback, comments, questions, anything like that, you can always email us at mysistersjam at gmail.com. And last and finally, we ask that you please leave us a five-star review. Um, Write a little note. Tell us what you think about the show, especially like now, because the season is over. We really, really, really want to hear what y'all think. So now that we made it through a full 18 episodes, please give us some feedback so we know where y'all at in y'all minds. Let us know what we could do different, what you liked about this season. So moving forward, we can make this podcast even more of what y'all want to hear. Okay. Anything else, my sister? No, that is it for me. And we will see y'all on the 23rd. Yes, we'll see you again. Bye.